Hello, everyone, and welcome to Designers Lane. Um, I am Eddie Ryder. We have a wonderful guest in the showroom today. I want to introduce her in a second, but first, I want to be sure and thank my sponsors. The first one is going to be Jenny Blanton. Remember, she's going to take care of all of your real estate needs in Central North Carolina, so and the well, kind of the Raleigh Durham area, Fayetteville, Pinehurst. Give her a call if you're buying or selling. She'll definitely be able to help you out. And also Dogwood and Company, um, more central Cary, North Carolina, building a luxury custom home or doing a nice large-scale remodel. Give them a call, see if they can't, can't help you out. And remember, things are taking a little bit longer. And if you do this addition or you do a build, definitely plan on some time. It's not going to happen overnight. So give them a call a little bit um, at the beginning of the process and they'll help you out. So now. Going to turn to my special guest. I'm so excited. We have emailed a gazillion times yes. and talked on the phone. And I'm always so excited to look and see what is this person going to look like? You know, hopefully they'll like me. So Christine Tingen, I asked you a little bit earlier. So, and then you're with Ferguson. Now there's always a question. Is it Ferguson or is it Ferguson's? Is it's it singular Ferguson. or plural? It's a single. It is a single. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Now, um, just to let you know, and all of our listeners, we have people that can watch everything on yeah. YouTube. So we encourage everybody to look at YouTube. They can see our pretty faces and make awesome. sure we got everything right <laughs> this morning. And also they're going to be able to listen on their favorite platform. So. Uh, we kind of want to use big words, always tell people for descriptions, and then the ones that hopefully will be cool enough and look over to YouTube can see the pictures that we do awesome. also. So okay. tell me a little bit about Ferguson's. Now, um, full disclosure, I've been working with you guys in Ferguson's for a long time, um, and I shot primarily at the Raleigh Sword, um, Raleigh, North Carolina, because I yep. keep forgetting that we have listeners everywhere, and also Wilmington, North Carolina, not Wilmington, Delaware. And they're both amazing and fabulous people there. So can you tell us a little bit about Ferguson in general and your position and what you do? Sure. Um, well, Ferguson's been around for a very long time, over 60 years. Uh, we started out in the plumbing industry, uh, branched out. We do a lot of things now, but primarily I'm involved in our showrooms. I'm, I'm the area showroom manager for Ferguson, so right. I cover from Winston-Salem, North Carolina, to Greenville, North Carolina. So I'm in the central area where Raleigh is located as well. That is cool. You know, I, I vaguely remember a long, long time ago that the Yonkers Road was primarily plumbing and then watching family members or people I were working with that would go pick up hardware, just not necessarily cool yeah. fixtures, but that's there. And then now Ferguson's is there and we have a picture of the showroom which will come yep. up is amazing they've got appliances they have lighting they have yeah. plumbing i mean boy have they gone a lot further than oh plumbing. my gosh we have grown leaps and bounds not just in the past five years but over the past 25 years you know i've been with ferguson almost 30 and wow. we have just really grown and we're so thankful but we do sell plumbing lighting appliances hardware uh, you know, for cabinetry and everything. And in Raleigh, North Carolina, we have a 13,000 square foot showroom that displays all those lovely fixtures. That is amazing. Now, I hope I don't jinx anything. It's supposed to be great weather today. Right. But I remember a couple of years ago that you guys did a nice remodel on the Raleigh, North Carolina showroom because of a tornado. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. Oh, my, oh my goodness. It's been almost, I think, 11 years now, Eddie. 
And we really remodeled that whole showroom, made it come together. So now we have three working kitchens. So if people want to test out those appliances in the high end, they can touch it, feel it. Um, We even had a lady one time leave her groceries in there for a week because (laughs) the manufacturer claimed that it wouldn't go bad. And she fooled us. She stuck them where we couldn't see them. And hey, lo and behold, they were still fresh. It's beautiful to have a working showroom because, again, people can come in and they're going to be able to see it in a couple of minutes and test drive. Everything that's in there, physically see it, especially the appliances. Often people don't realize how big 230 inches are or that a 48 inch is large enough or wide enough to be able to do your refrigeration in the different sizes. And Mm -hmm. they may think that they like a particular type of ice until they see it. They may think that they like um, uh, ice on the door and then not inside. Uh, So being able to touch it and feel it, you know, I shot a video there a little while ago and, you know, I feel like I'm... It's close to old as dirt. And I forgot and kind of didn't know that Janair, again, a lovely brand, had this knurling on the the handles. Oh, my gosh. And it's fabulous. The lovely sales girl agent that was there looked at me because we were shooting the video. And I'm like, what the heck is this? I was like, I, again, I'm old school. And I was like, it's just cut, you know, carving. And she says, Eddie, it's knurling. And I was like, oh, I have a new word. Make sure I spell it correctly. That's right. But it's beautiful. And it was just on these exaggerated handles on the refrigerator. And again, I can't stress the importance to our listeners and viewers that being able to touch it. Um, as an yeah. example, I know at least on the Thermador that you can, and it could be on the other brands, you can give those refrigerators just a little bit of a push. Yep. And they open themselves up. Yes, and their push technology is fabulous. It's incredible. And, you know, I've been fortunate enough that uh, Ferguson's and the companies have recommended that I go get training. So every couple mm-hmm. of years, they bring me out and you know, teach me a little bit about their cooking and about the um, refrigeration. A lot of the newer refrigerators, and I would be terrified to do it, you can hang on the door. The hinges, yes, yes. how they physically <laughs> extend out. And you you never know that until you physically get to touch it. Now, I always make a joke that you're buying a small used car. And yeah. I think some of those refrigerators were probably more than the first car that I ever bought. They're expensive yeah, and we need a budget be. for it, which we'll talk about. But beautiful. And it's nice to be able to see the detail. And Ferguson staff does such an incredible job with the people, with the people that walk in, customers, and showing them. I think it's absolutely lovely. So, oh, yes. Thank you so much. Big props for who, of course, I don't even think it was a change. I think you guys have always done that. But I'm always grateful, and so are the clients. Awesome. So to let all of our viewers know, we're cheating a little bit. I have a little sheet. So when I look over my right shoulder, your left shoulder, I'm looking at a piece of paper that has my notes on it. So that's that's what it is. So, I have listed down something that I think has changed recently, and I could be wrong, is that Ferguson's now owns Build.com. Is that correct? We do. We have owned Build.com for a few years. Okay. Uh, We kind of went public with it uh, right during COVID, if you will. Oh, I thought I was going to be the one to get the But but, um, we we owned Build at that time, and then we kind of just transitioned due to the shopping experience changing, and it became Build with Ferguson. And so we really utilize Build in our showrooms as a tool for our consultants and customers. You can share project information. You can get on there, build your project, say, hey, what do you think about this? You can invite your designer in. So, Eddie, you can come in with us, too. I love it, and I will say that I use it quite frequently. And then I actually have um, Louie who, you know, maybe he'll listen, maybe he mm-hmm. don't, he won't. He's in California. Right. But he, he starts at 6 o'clock in the morning, which I love <laughs> because it's 9 o'clock our time on the East Coast. And um, 
I buy hardware on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I've bought plumbing fixtures on there. Almost anything that, most anything, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, that I can get at Ferguson's or anywhere, I can get there. And I love that I can pick up the phone and if I can't get him or that particular agent immediately within an hour, he calls me back or I can shoot him an email. Now, I will say that it's a normal job. People fluctuate. They're not there forever. Um, Louis has been there for a couple of years. I've worked with other people before. Mm -hmm. I like being consistent, which is one of the reasons I love your showroom. And there's one or two people that I like to work with. They learn your hot buttons. They know, oh, my gosh, if he comes in 90 miles an hour on two wheels, then get him in, get him out. (laughs) You know, or if he just meanders to the door, he's got tons of time. He has tons of time. And it's the same thing with Bill.com. And I love it. And I will say that for a lot of my projects, I snap copy the pictures on bill.com. It's a great format. And I have noticed probably in the, maybe it's been more than the last six months that the links to the pictures that I get actually go to the bill.com website. And and, and again, often I think people feel like if they're going to have to pay a little bit more to have that service. And I found out that Ferguson's is very competitive and bill.com is very competitive with their pricing. There's not Often it's even a little bit better price, but if something is say $200 and then it's three more dollars to get it through you, being able mm-hmm. to talk to that person in my mind has definitely a $3 value. Oh, absolutely. And it's just, it's nice. And I know the people I talk to have a job. They don't want to hear about what I cooked and what I had for dinner. You know, they have stuff to do, but by the same token, it goes both ways, but it's right. just, it's nice to be able to, Hey, I don't think this is right. Or I'm not sure. I forgot to order enough doorknobs or door hardware, or I forgot to order this. And also I believe that, and I'm using my keywords to make sure I don't tell you a story It tells you what stock is. It does. Now, is that real time, real time or? It is real time stock. You know, there's a few glitches with some of the appliances because some of the luxury appliances are done by zip codes. So if you're accidentally logged into your customer's account in California, it might say something that we don't have on the East Coast. Right. But for the most part, faucets, lighting, it is real time stock from those manufacturers. And most of it ships from our Ferguson, D.C. warehouses as well. So it is fabulous. I love that. Now, again, I always like to, you know, tell people the scabs and everything. I learned recently that's what RT stands for. Yes. Real time. Real time. So I had a Durango a couple of years that was, I thought, an RT. And I was like, is it a real time Durango? But it is. And it's fairly accurate. And I I will say that I use that all the time. If I'm specking stuff for a project or have something that's really, really quickly, um, door hardware, again, I keep Mm -hmm. bringing it up as a prime example. I kind of like to order it at the end because you never know something's going to change. And if something has three or 400 or a thousand in stock, I know that I'm safe. If something has 10, then I'm probably not going to order it because I may need 20 of them right. um, or if it's zero. And then sometimes I can call up, you know, the, you know, Louie or the mm-hmm. salesperson and say, hey, what's the chance? And I have learned that they're like, dude, go with that, you know, right. because again, you guys have to call Top Knob or they physically have to call the person and do the work. But that's been really, really accurate. And I think that now that um, COVID, knock on wood, is <laughs> over, knock on wood, <laughs> right. please, um, is over that at least with the hardware, there's a lot of stuff that's in stock. Yeah, we've seen it in the plumbing and lighting, especially that we're starting to see really good stock levels. Those never really took a big hit, but but they did. They suffered a little bit. Um, Appliances are still our weak point, but yeah, you can really see lead time. So if you love that particular hardware, you love that particular faucet, a lot of times they'll say, hey, seven to 10 weeks. 
So at least you know. Right. If, if you can't make a change or you can't pivot, then at least you know, hey, I can wait 10 weeks because I got to have that gold faucet. I just got to have it with the knurling. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm not a big fan of gold, so I hope that's delayed. Um, so, but I will say I'm doing a couple of gold projects right now that are beautiful. You mentioned delays, so that will right. segment us into a next conversation really well. Um, one of the big challenges that I've had as a designer um, and other people have had is the delays for multiple aspects of the building project. They are certainly getting to be a little bit better. Um, I just ordered some appliances for another job we were talking about and outside mm -hmm. of the studio and about are they getting better? Are they getting worse? And so with, again, Ferguson's primarily is plumbing, lighting, um, and appliances. And we also don't want to forget that you do grilling. And I know that yep. falls under appliances and dishwashers. Right. But are, are we getting better with that? Or are there still some that are delayed? And again, I've, I'm, I'm, I, I'm going to bring a buzzer yeah. next time. And if you tell me something I know is not quite, I'm yeah. going to buzz it because right. I know that there's one that is still a very long delay. There are. And we're really seeing it in the luxury end of appliances. And when I say luxury, I'm talking your Sub-Zeros, your Thermidors, your Gen Airs, that they're just having some component issues. And that's really what it is, you know. So that is dragging out some lead times. And it's unpredictability on when they're going to get those components. So that's kind of the shift in lead times. So if we didn't have it in-house in any of our network, um, then we're having to order it from the manufacturer. And right now on a refrigerator that's a built-in, which goes into your cabinets, right. you know, it can be stainless or it can have a cabinet panel. Um, you're looking at 12 to 14 months. Yeah. So if you're in the beginning stages of the project, I say order now. Um, make sure that you know. Um, even we're seeing the delays in cabinets still. Uh, you know that probably yes, better than yes, I do. Yes. Um, but the delays are still there, but they're being hot and heavy in the in the higher end appliances or what I would call the luxury appliances. When you're looking at built-in refrigerators, 48-inch ranges, those types of things that, hey, all those cool bells and whistles that we all want, those take components just like cars. They're and taking so a little the, time. That's and the delay. Whether fortunately for me or un unfortunately for the other people, I certainly focus a little bit more in the luxury market, the high end. Mm -hmm. And um, you're exactly right. One of the refrigerators that I've just in the process of ordering um, probably should have ordered it last Thursday or Friday, but hopefully we'll get sign off today or tomorrow yeah. is they're telling me 12 plus to 14 months on the refrigeration. Now, the challenge that we run into as designers and I work as closely with a couple of builders is the cabinet guys have to have the specs. Right. They have to know what it is. And I'm always now telling the clients um, and buyers that if we say the refrigerator is going to be um, sub-zero or is going to be Thermidor or Wolf or Viking mm -hmm. and it's going to be 60 inches wide, we give those specs to the builder and or to the cabinet maker, right. sorry, and they build accordingly. And sometimes a, a, an eighth of an inch or a quarter of an inch can make a big difference when Absolutely. the goal and the look is to be flush and to be tight. Um, and and I'm glad that you said that because often I think that buyers and customers and clients think I'm just making it up. It's not. It's real. And um, my question is, do you think it's going to get better in the next six or 12 months? Or are we sort of saying, you know what, we don't know how the heck long it's going to be. It's not going to happen, get better in the next six months. I definitely don't think it's going to be six months. Right. Um, you know, fingers crossed. We're hopeful that within the next year we'll right. start to see that. Um, there was just so much pent up demand and manufacturers did pull back at the beginning of the world shutting down two years ago. Right. Um, they pulled back unnecessarily, maybe because then people were cooped up at home and they wanted to go through all these remodel projects. And so as they ramp back up, then all these shortages started happening. But I'm hopeful 
uh, within the year, but six months, we don't see um, a way out of it just yet. So again, plan ahead, plan accordingly. Um, If you want a garage refrigerator, those are coming pretty handy right now. Right. Um, as we're waiting on those larger appliances. I think the key word that you said, and I have this in my terrific three at the very end, is plan and expect delays. I mentally, I just have, can't afford therapy anymore. <laughs> so I've just said, you I know might what? might need to get a recommendation. <laughs> 12 to 14 months is how long it's going to take for appliances and just handle it. You do have to plan for it. And you have to understand that you can't make those changes. And it, it it helps in a way because it forces you to close the book and move on down the road. But the day of it taking two or three months, four months, I think is gone for a foreseeable I think future. I, I think it's as gone much as for I hate while. to say it, and it's just I, I hate it. And I know that there's designers and builders listening that are probably cringing right now. But if I know what game I'm playing, I can at least. And I think that's that's at least now we know. You right. know, at the beginning we didn't know, right. and, and that's where we got. We got hurt a little bit in across the board, every industry. Right. And now we know. So you don't like the answer, but at least you know the answer. I think it's so important in this industry, whether it's the design, the building, the decorating, the appliance, going into it. And that probably was my biggest challenge last year. I have one project left that oh, I was told I would have something probably two months ago. And I just found out last week that it's going to be another three months. Well, guess what? We're moving furniture in next week. We're we're installing and we're not going to have a very expensive ice maker. So right. it's we had we had to make a change. The yeah. client was like, I am not waiting 16 months for an ice maker. It can make solid gold. I just it's not worth <laughs> right. it to me to be able to do it. So I think we've learned a lesson to not promise something that is remotely a possibility right. that it could be delayed. Um, and again, that inventory list. That's where it helps to be <laughs> able to right. look and see what's in there. And again, I'm a big fan of, oh my goodness, when it's in and it's available, buy that sucker. Buy it and take buy it, it and store it in a garage. Somewhere. Put that it way somewhere. You physically have it because you never know what's going to happen down the road. And again, right. I play into like we had this horrible, horrific hurricane down in Florida. Well, probably half of those homes that got destroyed are high end homes. Guess what? They're going to put Back in their home. They're, They're going to up put, our demand once again. <laughs> and again. And and we're going to run into the exact same issue. Um, here in central North Carolina, which is where we're located, we have um, a pretty big market of super high end or high end, not super high end, because people in California are probably laughing. <laughs> right. And also middle of the road. So we have to take that into account. And again, I think that all plays into a factor. So now... Um, this is where we think that we are going to ask Drago to upload some pictures and I'm going to ask our people again to log into YouTube designers lane podcast and they can see them. And what I want us to do or you to do is we're going to go through and talk about the pictures and this will give people a general idea of what these are um, some photographs that I took from recently the Raleigh showroom and what I'm looking at and probably ask you a couple of questions and mention a couple of things. I think there's about eight or nine pictures. We'll scroll through, have some details, and drop back to some other questions. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. Wonderful. So um, right now, these look like some really cool plumbing fixtures. What am I um, looking at right here? So this picture in particular, we have Axor, uh, which is the designer line of Hans Grohe. Then we have Signature Hardware, uh, which is Ferguson's brand Let's of look plumbing. At 
big um, one. That's yep. there. Tell and me the big one. And then we have Growy, right smack dab in the middle. So some very luxurious European uh, looking designs right. from Growy. Right. They are big on clean lines. Chrome as their preferred finish in that line. Um, they will do some brushed nickels, but just really clean. Growy is known for thermostatic showering and just really great contemporary what's a clean line what's a thermostatic shower great question um so when you have a thermostatic shower you can kind of dial into your preferred temperature so in old school we went through cold to get to hot right. and in a thermostatic you have an independent what we call a volume control right and then a temperature control so you can kind of dial into that perfect temperature so you like it hot i like it cold we can both be satisfied in right. one shower. We just, well, I don't. We can't both can't be in the shower at the same <laughs> time. Right. But yeah, 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 yeah. You know, we're fifty three now. That's so right. Wonderful. And then what we're looking at the big picture. And again, I see more of the um, chrome is certainly popular right now. There's multiple Absolutely. finishes. And then what finishes can you get most of the um, the plumbing fixtures in? Most of the plumbing fixtures, chrome by far, it's timeless, it's classic. Brush nickel has always been a very popular finish. Right. And then right now, I know you said you didn't like it, but gold, gold, gold is oh, so hot. I know. But matte black, yes. matte black, right. it is coming on strong. And most manufacturers have a good cachet of fixtures in matte black as well. Wonderful. I love it. And then do you see a little bit more of a trend towards modern or traditional, or does it really just depend where you are in the I location? Think it depends in the location. Right. You know, here in Central Carolina, we've always used that word that I'm beginning to hate, transitional. Right. Um, but we're starting to see more contemporary coming through our market, sure. less really traditional pieces. Right. Um, and even with those blacks and golds, we are starting to lend the way. Just really easy design that can flow with anything. I think that's wonderful. And I also want to remind our listeners that the great thing about doing custom, um, and then your staff has taught me well and some plumbers, is that you don't have to put the valves to, when it, you know, the handle that turns everything on and off doesn't have to go directly under no. the faucet. It could go to the left, it could go to the right, it could go, you know, it what's could go outside. What's comfortable for you. It is. It's what's comfortable for you and you physically mm -hmm. get to place that. So that's really nice. So our next picture that we have is actually this is the vendor that you just said the axor now price point wise is this kind of middle of the road it definitely looks like it's a little more um and i'm going to use your unfavorite word transitional to light contemporary mm -hmm. i love this display in the showroom is this kind of middle of the road or a little bit more this is a little bit more okay. this is this is a little bit higher end uh axor employs some great designers if you're familiar with philippe stark um he does a lot for axor in yeah, their just, lines i had lunch with him yesterday <laughs> i'm sure <laughs> love that man but crisp and clean uh they can lend themselves to very contemporary or to some just really transitional pieces they also have that thermostatic in there and axor is the showroom line of the hans Groa. Uh, family of faucets. I love it. And now that I know how to pronounce it, they won't look at me funny in the showroom. Now, when they look at the picture, there is that rain head that comes out of the wall. What would you say the, um, the, either they're also the, the picture to the right, it looks like I cut it off, but there's a square one that's a little bit mm -hmm. more to the left. What is the size of that? Would you say that's about 12 to 14 inches? Okay. Um, I think that one's 12 overall. So, so that it's a nice come, size. That's it's a there. big shower head. And so you want to make sure that you have that arm coming out of the wall right. enough uh, so that you can actually have a full shower underneath it, not use the little standard arm that comes with. So I, <laughs> I agree a gazillion percent. Now, do I have the ability to have that drop out of the ceiling? You do. You Wonderful. do. So Love we it. can do that wall mount or ceiling mount. 
What's your opinion um, to the left of that? Um, you know, there's a handheld that's on a slide bar that goes mm -hmm. up and down. Um, I'm very much into and aware of what's going on, the American Disabilities Act. Right. right now, we don't have any type of code where that has to be secured in the wall. I always tell my clients personally, because I care about them, that if you fall or go down in a shower, don't grab that. No. Because there's a chance that I think if I grabbed it, I'd probably yank it out of the wall. <laughs> Me too. Um, if I went down. <laughs> So do you see, has there been any talk about that, that's that, or can we go ahead just on the front side and, you know, tell our listeners, put some extra blocking behind that. So, you know, heaven forbid, if something were to happen right. that, and it's easy because it looks like a grab bar, it's vertical to be able to pull right. it, that you just, you don't want to do that. That's absolutely true. Um, they're not rated as grab bars. So what you're seeing in that picture is just a standard slide bar. Now, if they had some extra bracing, could they brace against it? Absolutely. A okay. um, couple other manufacturers, though, do offer ADA approved slide bars that are oh, they grab do. bars now. Wow. They sure do. That's amazing. Yeah. Delta and Brizo both have those in their line as well as Moen. Um, so you can get a true grab bar rated slide bar. It's a little bit thicker, a little bit more substantial, and it requires the blocking that you're talking about. That's really interesting to hear. And I probably yep. think that, the again, the I'd say the majority of the bulk of my clients are empty nesters, a little bit older. We have to be aware of that. We need to plan um, ahead. You have to plan ahead. And it's so much easier to do the blocking behind the wall before the tile goes up Absolutely. than it is to rip all the tile yeah. down and then do the blocking. I think you think that it'll never happen to you, but right. you know, you go on a skiing trip with your kids and you end up having knee surgery a month later. It is. And it's nice Could to be happen. able to pull it. I absolutely love it. So wonderful, wonderful. And again, how do you pronounce this brand? Axor. Axor. Love it. Think it's beautiful. And again, I don't see any brass in there. There's no brass There's in no Axor, brass. but they do have specialty finishes that you can order it Okay. In, <laughs> I'll have to give them props. So love them. Okay. What's our next picture we have, Drago? So this is kind of, um, this will be a quick one. This shows the toilets and the tubs. And part of this is I just wanted people to understand through Ferguson that you can do drop-in tubs, you can do freestanding tubs. There are different types of toilets, which we'll talk about in a second, because yeah. I do have another picture. Um, anything, and probably the key thing here I also wanted people to see is in a, um, a freestanding tub, which is not mounted through anything, mm -hmm. that the faucet comes out of the floor or it can come out of the wall. And then right. this is only a floor picture out of the wall. Anything that you see here out of the ordinary other than there's a really cool toilet that's up front. There is a really <laughs> cool toilet up front, but you hit it spot on. I mean, freestanding tubs are all the rage now. Right. Um, so people think that, hey, I see a $1,000 tub online. Well, your faucet could be more than $1,000 yeah, if you're coming say. out of the floor. Right. So that's just something to keep Plus in mind. Plus your labor. Plus, Plus your, your labor. labor. Right. Um, there are a couple of freestanding tubs that have those deck mounted faucets on them, or you can put the faucet on the tub so that can save some expense. But the look really is the freestanding tub with the freestanding faucet. Um, really popular right now. Two things I want to mention. I think when um, we think of freestanding or talk about freestanding tub, we think about old fashioned. And there oh. certainly are. But now there oh. are very clean and modern transitional looking tubs very that are so. clean. So we don't want people to think that, you know what, I don't want to do a freestanding tub because it's not clean and modern. That is not the case. Oh, and no. there's some I know down at the um, they used to have it at the Raleigh or the Wilmington showroom. The one that the water overflowed and it had mm -hmm. a trough around it. And it's just all kinds of, you know, the water can fill out of the ceiling. Right. All kinds of capabilities. One other thing, and then we'll move on from the tubs, is there are a couple of different, I know at least two types of tubs. 
because we click on them and tap them. Can you briefly explain the difference between the two? Right. So when you are looking at some of these tubs and the one in the back half of the picture is a true cast iron tub. So okay. that's a weighted tub. That's okay. old school cast iron. Um, and then we do acrylic tubs okay. up front. So you can see that's more of a modern looking tub. It's a square tub up at the front, but that's an acrylic tub. And then we have what we call our volcanic limestone tubs, which are made by a certain vendor called Victorian Albert. Right. And really solid surface is that what you're looking for in those tubs. So lots of different materials, but that also comes into price point. You know, so if you're finding that really cost effective tub and you're not going to use it a lot, you want to knock on it. You want to make sure it's a good quality tub. What do you think if someone was going to be a little bit more cost effective? Do they need to do cast iron or do they need to do They'd be the looking at the acrylic. acrylic. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say fiberglass. Fiberglass is what we put in with tub and shower units back in the day. So there is a difference. Secondary bathrooms, okay. yes. Acrylic is a much more reinforced substance. So when you knock on that, it's a pretty solid sound. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So, well, your staff is great because when I go in there and say fiberglass, they don't say anything. So, <laughs> but they know what I'm talking <laughs> they about. They know what you're talking about. They know what I'm talking <laughs> Absolutely. about. So our next photograph that we have is one of my favorite because, again, I love touching and feeling. And then this is the working shower. It and then is. even your Wilmington showroom has them. And this is where people can turn things on physically. See, is it prickly? Is it needles? Is it soft? Is it air injected? In my mind, I tell people not to look so much at the finish and the style is how it operates. There's water jets. And one of the things I wanted to point out that I love so much is that thing on the side. Can you tell us a little bit about that? And it's not a cell phone. <laughs> no, it's not a cell phone. That is a shower control. Right. So that is the DTV control by Kohler, and it is automated. You can set it for six users in that particular shower. Um, and really have different experiences. So it can operate a ceiling rain head, a wall head, body sprays, if you will. And keep in mind, folks in California, we are in North Carolina, so there are not water restrictions right. as much as there are in California. So right. we can do the body sprays with the shower heads all at one time here. And that control can do it. And that control can also do music. It can do steam. Oh my goodness. It can wow. do a lot. A lot. So um, two things I want to say. You said six users, not six people at the same time. Not six people at the same time. Um, although you did say California. <laughs> um, and second of all, um, I, I've run into this challenge before. Need to make sure there's enough water coming in and there's enough water going out, out. the drainage. Right. And then there's been a couple projects where we've done four or five features that have come in. We've had to be very aware that you probably can't have them all on at the same time and have 100% pressure. Um, and the biggest thing I've learned is that the water's got to get out, that you may have to increase right. the drain size. So it's really important to let your salesperson know, certainly your designer know, and then we have to definitely let the contractor know Absolutely. that you're going to have features. And I believe most people on the front end know that, you know what, I just won't two things, two water features in my shower, right. or I want a car wash. I want yeah. five or six things and I want to have them all at one time. I will say that it is extremely difficult, even though we do not have water restrictions here, knock on wood yet, to run, um, you know, say four body jets, um, a rain head and something else in there becomes a little difficult and it where is. you don't have the pressure. So you definitely want to think about that. And the other thing that just flashed through my mind is that you got to think about heating that water. You do. <laughs> so, I mean, if you're someone in there is going to sit for 20 minutes and you don't have the proper hot water tank, 
Absolutely. Whether it be uh, independent tankless or whether it's a really, really big boiler that's in the garage right. or in your basement, you're going to run out of hot water. Um, Correct. Or if you have a couple teenage girls, <laughs> you can right. run out of hot water as well. Very quickly. So it is. <laughs> Very quickly. I love it. And I've used that keypad thing um, multiple times. It's fabulous. And I believe it was going to happen soon that you could even operate it from your phone. Yep. Or did I just dream that? Nope. Nope, it's coming. I actually think the new integration of it does op operate from the phone. I'd have to check with my salespeople because they're a little bit more schooled on that than I, I am. I <laughs> understand. And a, um, again, something that we need to know on the front side because yep. this needs a little bit of power. Needs a little bit of power, needs a little bit of plumbing. There, uh, there you go. I didn't think about that. Withholding water, it probably needs some plumbing. And can this get wet? Can it go on the inside or does it need to stay mostly dry on the outside? There is another controller that can go on the inside. So okay. there is one that can get wet. Okay, love it. Okay, Drago, what's our next one? Same thing. We talked about tubs. We don't need to do that. Um, this I wanted just to show people that you have amazing light fixtures in oh, the showroom. I love the lighting. And they change and they roll. And I think that they're beautiful. And probably 99% of them are on and magnificent. Awesome. I think they look great. Well, thank you. And our next picture that we have, um, this is what we talked a little bit earlier. Uh, this is a wonderful display of a 36-inch range built-in. Um, is it a microwave and a wall oven? That is a speed oven. Yep, speed microwave and a wall oven. And that is a 36-inch range with a griddle in the middle. Love it. Um, and is this, who is this by? This is Thermador. This is Thermador. And like in 30 seconds, can you explain? And again, I know the answer to this, the depth. This looks like it doesn't project out past the cabinets. Does that have a particular name? Flush mount, flush, flush install, mount. flush Wonderful. install. Flush install. And again, we want to remind people that are looking, you don't sell cabinets. Um, this is in here to show you the general idea. And again, this is 36 inch. 36 uh, inch range. So you can come and see, put your hands on. And just for those people listening, 30 inches is the normal range that we all grew up with for the yes. most part in our homes. Yes. So 36 gives you the capability to have that griddle or that six burner on top. It is. And there's another picture coming up, which is fabulous. Um, and this is from, I believe, our friends from Janair. Am it I correct is. with that? It is. And this is what I almost call the Mac Daddy. This is 48 inches wide. That is 48 inches wide. I love this. And um, it looks like maybe that the handle is covered up, covered up a little bit. But is this where it has a knurling on it? This one does not have the knurling on this one. This one is um, their Noir series. So it has a little bit more sleeker handle on okay. it. Okay. Um, but they do have one in the back of the picture. You can kind of see there's uh, one a little under cabinet unit over there. And that yes. handle has the knurling on it. Yes. Still um, round, professional. And absolutely. Um, I, I would... Venture to say that I would put this in more of a contemporary style home. Yes. If if Genair is your brand that you like, Genair is absolutely right. fabulous. And and I don't think I have a picture of it, but directly behind me when I was taking this picture is the refrigerator. The refrigerator with the black interior. Yes. Oh my yes. goodness, she is gorgeous. Yes. Um, she I, shows really well with the LED lighting. She is just a, a, a sight to intense. behold. It is. If someone is thinking about a refrigerator and you're looking for a nice custom brand, definitely check it out because absolutely. It's, like, again, to me, it's one of those things you kind of keep clean because it's so beautiful. Oh my goodness, but yes. It's really, really nice. Yes. So our next picture looks like um, hoods. Uh, this looks like it's from Venta Hood. Uh, ventilation is really important. Um, tell us about there is a an insert. Yep. And then there is a um, I don't know the right word for the hood uh, the where hood. it's freestanding. Yeah. I mean that you physically so be able to see it. So just a wall mount hood, right. something that you see. And then the insert that Eddie's referring to is just it goes up in the cabinetry. 
you know, you can't see it. It's just a piece that you had to look up under your cabinet and then you would see it. I tell people you focus more on the wood hood, the wood design, if you have an insert. And then um, if it's a freestanding stainless steel hood, these can be show pieces, these can be custom, or they can just be stainless to take care of your range. And there's a big range. I've had some made, um, actually Vento Hood made a six foot wide one for me. It took six months to get in and um, I caught a few fights with it. (laughs) It was not cheap. It but boy, is it pretty. But it was really pretty. And that is the greatest thing about Vinahood. They will do some custom designs. Yeah. They do take a long time, but yeah. they will do some fantastic custom designs. It it works out really, really well. I love it. And Drago is the next picture wolf. And again, another 48 inch. You know, I love wolf and I've always thought about wolf with the red handles. And someone burst my babel, bubble a couple of years ago and said, well, you know, you don't have to have red handles. Right. Um, I think it's what it's known for, but it's clearly known for the cooking and how spectacular it is. I love this. It's a 48. Does wolf or any other um, uh, cooking range come any wider than 48 right now there are some 60s out there we'll wow. have some 60s uh, a couple of other companies do offer the 60s 48 is kind of the most popular one that we see in out there right now i mean i know that i grew up in apex but 60 <laughs> inches is five feet in my book it so is, that is, is a lot that's of pancakes a Mac daddy range and that's two full-size ovens so what are the width of the ovens are they 30 inches a piece yeah, that's that's why. And remember, most of us have a 30 inch range. That's right. So imagine you have two, two of, them, of them sitting two of them. side by side. I love them. And again, the stainless steel hood that's there. And then you have dishwasher on the right. Um, I cut up um, a little bit of the picture off, but they have fabulous, along with some other vendors, induction cooking. Absolutely. Um, I've had a few projects in condos where you're not allowed to have gas. And we want to let people know that you can still have luxury appliances with having electric induction oven. And it's right. my understanding it's done with magnets. It so is. if you have a pacemaker, don't lay down on top <laughs> don't of lay the down range, on top of your cooker. Uh, and it will be okay, but it works really well. They they do. And induction is coming in full-size ranges as well now. Oh, gosh. So if they want to change out wow. and do an induction, um, you know, Food Network will showcase some different chefs using right. induction now. But right. you do have to have those magnets in your cookware. But if you've got Cafalon, if you've got Cuisinart, those types of brands of cookware, those are made for induction cooktops. Hey, it's a wonderful time to say, you know what? I need some new cookware. That's right. And then there (laughs) you go. That's there. Love it. Absolutely. So our next picture, I took this to show the, um, the, it's lovely blue. I never painted cabinets blue in my life, (laughs) but this is a panel ready refrigerator. And are there freezer drawers on the bottom? There are freezer drawers on the bottom. I call this an inset cabinet door. So it's flush mount. And is this, it's, I can't remember, is it 36 or 42 wide? That one is 36. 36 wide. So this one, um, for our listeners and watchers, you uh, is it still considered a French door? That one's not. That's just a single door. A single door. Um, it okay. opens uh, out to the left, um, handles on the right on this one. Um, but really gives you that integrated look. So Very if you much you don't so. want to see that stainless or you don't want to have put fingerprints on that stainless, right. a lot of people like those cabinet panels and it just makes it look integrated into your cabinetry. Well, I tell people to hold your britches when you do this <laughs> because it comes with a, a ding-ding price point. <laughs> uh, not only do you have the expense of the refrigerator and the freezer, remember you've got to your cabinet panels that will come from your cabinet maker, Correct. not from you. And you have that hardware. They yeah, have pull. that hardware. And you have to can size that. Be hundreds of dollars <laughs> a piece. Be. They're not fifteen or twenty dollars. No, but they are beautiful. So again, if this is something you like, I encourage people to budget and plan for it. Absolutely. And you know, who knows? Maybe I'll like powder blue one day. <laughs>
It is spectacular in your showroom. Again, this is the picture I was making fun of, the toilets. Um, what I wanted to bring up here is that there are different sizes. You have round and oval, mm -hmm. although I haven't seen a round toilet in a long it's time. Been a while. And then there are heights, um, although I think now that almost I haven't done anything but comfort height a little bit longer. But um, I was in one of your other showrooms a while back, and they even had one that was taller than comfort height. Yeah. So I don't think my feet would hit the floor. And most people, they don't, Eddie. But right. that, that taller toilet is there for people that might have trouble, you know, bending knees. Maybe they've gone through surgeries, or maybe they're just really tall. Um, you know, I'm 5'3", so comfort height works just yeah, fine for I me. Yeah, I think comfort height works for 99% <laughs> of the people. I absolutely love it. Well, let's click back over to our questions and see if we have forgotten anything. Um, we've talked about how great your customer service is with Ferguson. If someone calls in and they have a question, I always encourage them to you give a reference number to have it. One of the other items I absolutely love that um, other people do, but you guys do it well, and maybe, I don't know if you were the first, maybe the <laughs> second, is you offer a picture booklet. Yes. And then um, in addition to your pricing and your bids, and I encourage people to ask for specs. I know that you mm -hmm. don't offer them, but we need to give them to the builders. And you guys do that. And I love how there's typically that one person that I get to work with that's in the showroom that answers the call and that handles all the procedures and all the products. So I think that is absolutely and just a big deal, a big, well, big thanks, deal. Thanks, because we do partner with Build with Ferguson with that. And right. so we put all those projects together and then we can print those pretty pictures and we can easily download specs nowadays. So it makes it really one stop that they can log into your account or log into their account and they can get all that information right there in case they did forget something at the showroom. Uh, it's such a big deal. Say someone wants to come into the showroom and then heaven forbid they don't have a designer. Most of them don't. What should they expect and what do they need to do? Can they just slap up in there and no appointment? Is it better for them to call ahead of time? Can they bring their dog or their chicken <laughs> yeah. or their goat? Hopefully not. <laughs> so how, how does that work? Sure. So anyone is welcome at our showroom anytime that we're open. So nine to five for most of our showrooms, Monday through Friday and 10 to five for select locations on Saturdays. Um, we do encourage if you're in the middle of a project or you're getting ready to start a project to make an appointment so you get some individualized attention. Uh, certainly, you can look around our showroom. We do have customer service reps. They might not always be available. Right. Um, but if you're coming in for a dedicated reason, schedule a, an appointment with one of our consultants so that you get dedicated time. Bring your plans. Bring your ideas. You know. Try not to bring your pets if at all possible. Um, and certainly we do have areas for children. But if you know you're going to be there for a few hours, plan accordingly. Right. Um, those types of things. But bring all your ideas, anything that you've seen, you know, hey, my, my consultants are probably going, oh, they're going to be overwhelmed. But no, bring all the ideas so we can kind of get a good feel for what you're looking at. And hey, bring your designer, too. <laughs> there you go. Bring your designer. It's a big process. And I tell people not to get discouraged if you have to go back twice. Now, again, I've been around the block a few times, so I've been able to nail things down and have a general idea of the look. So when I meet with the, the sales agents that were able to do it. But it's just, um, when do you think is, I know I tell people as soon as you know that you're going to be building a house, even if it's six or seven months ahead of time, start looking to narrow it down. But we don't want them, if they don't have a designer, we don't want them peppering your sales associates with a gazillion things. But what is a reasonable time? Again, remember, with some of these things are six months delay right. to come in and start looking and make selections. So I say when you're, when you're getting ready 
for your project, start thinking about it. Start making those appointments because we will kind of try to get you narrowed down, just like you were saying, because appliances do take the longest. Um, and plumbing. We want to make sure that we've got those fits and finishes because it all kind of works together. Right. Um, so as soon as you know that you're going to be starting a project, come on in. Let's get some ideas. Let's get some things worked out for you because we're going to spend about two hours with you in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Um, and if you're doing plumbing, lighting, and appliances, you might be back two or three times. And by or- the way, there's not a lot of places to eat close by. <laughs> no, so there's not. <laughs> come before 12, not at 1030 or 11. Or we'll close. order lunch in if we, we're going to spend the day with in. you. That's right. How helpful is it to have a general idea? I, I, I think the biggest um, mistake that people make or challenge that we run into is they don't know what things cost. And they come in, say their plumbing allowance is, you know, $5,000 and what they're choosing is $50,000 and you have to go back and redo it. Is it helpful to physically know what that budget and allowance is for the plumbing? Absolutely. Because certainly if you want to stay within your budget, we want to keep you within your budget. If there's some wiggle room and you know you definitely got to have that fantastic Sub-Zero or Thermador refrigerator, then we want to make sure that we we can work with your budget to get you that. So knowing those figures ahead of time really helps us help you. And you can look on our websites. You can look in our showrooms. Everything's priced. So you can kind of see, hey, is that within my price range? And we want to remind people that you still have an additional expense on top of the faucet. So let's say we're looking at a faucet and the faucet is $300. That doesn't mean it's only $300. So does that include the guts and the rough-in stuff that's behind it? Right. It usually. does. Okay. Everything that's priced in our showroom usually comes priced as complete. Uh, when you're looking online, whether it be at our site or someone else's, you want to make sure it says additional products required okay. or additional products included because sometimes you can buy it without those valves behind the wall right. and that's where the price differences come in. So the only thing that we would need to do is to add labor cost, which right. clearly you guys don't have anything to do Correct. with it. So I Correct. love it. Well, looking at my clock, oh my I can't goodness. believe we've thought for 45 <laughs> minutes. That is amazing. That's what happens Sorry. when you get in with great people and great design Thank process. You. Christine, the last thing I want to ask, is there um, anywhere that uh, listeners can follow you, social, not you personally, but um, Ferguson's for uh, like Instagram or social media? Absolutely. We'll put the link up on the site that they can see it and put it up. But can you tell us what those are and oh, spell absolutely. them out as well? Yeah, fergusonshowrooms.com. Okay. Um, and that will direct you. We have a Facebook page. We have an Instagram page. Um, so that you can follow us. We love to follow designers back as well and see how designs are. And we offer fun contests throughout the year as well. I think it's amazing. Thank you so much for coming. I encourage everyone to check out Ferguson's Make It Happen. Set up an appointment if you can and take a look. Wonderful. Thanks again. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much, Eddie. I appreciate it. You bet. You bet. What a fun and wonderful podcast that we had with Christine from Ferguson's. Love her so much. Just so nice to actually put a face. I talked to her a lot in an email. Wonderful. Hope you got some great information from there. I want to follow up with my terrific three tips based off of the recent conversation that we just had. First one, I want you to think about number one, I want you to think about toilet heights. Uh, there's the comfort height We want to make sure that it's not too tall, too low to the ground to have a really good understanding of what that is going to be. Also, you may want to consider the color of it. I always suggest be safe. Go with white closest to your trim color. It works. And then there's also oval and round. We haven't done round in a tremendous amount of time. Most of it's oval. So you still want to call that out. Also, probably want to do 
the soft close top. So when it comes down, it doesn't slam. It doesn't make a loud noise. So think about those couple of items when you're specifying your toilet. You also may want to consider jazz up, do a little bit higher design in your powder room or your primary bathroom. The secondary bathroom certainly can be builder grade, still a little bit nicer toilet and flush well, and you will be happy with them. Number two, plan on your appliances. Can't say this enough. We've talked about it times before. The delays are taking multiple months, sometimes up for a year to get these appliances in. Make sure that you plan ahead of time and make sure you have a really good understanding and pass that along to your cabinet maker so they have a really good idea the size of the refrigerator, the size of range. Are you going to have an ice maker? Are you going to have a dishwasher? Are you going to have two dishwashers in your kitchen? And where the placement is going to be. That matters tremendously with that cabinet vendor. Get all of that information and make sure they have it. You will applaud yourself, pat yourself on the back down the road because it is a big deal and you need it. I'll say when you do that vendor walk, having your appliances picked out will give all the information that they need for that vendor to know. And speaking about your vendor walk is number three. You're going to get these picture booklets from Ferguson or from your vendor that's going to show all of your appliances, all of your plumbing, anything that you bought from them. And also ask for this specs, the specification. This is what's so important to these vendors when you physically walk through the house. Plumbing's a great example. They want to know what goes in the wall. We'll have to tell them how far off the floor that you need it. All the specifications, whether it's a thermostatic valve control, is it not? All that stuff has to be planned and it's noted and labeled in your specification book. Same thing with your appliances. It's going to say any, tell us any special factors or needs that we have. We're going to know that in the spec book. They're going to lay it out and we're going to be able to see it. So these three items, think about your toilets plan for your appliances and get a picture booklet and your specifications for all of these products and everything should go smoothly for you and end up with a fun and wonderful project. Wrapping this up, want to thank two sponsors, Jenny Blanton. She's going to handle all of your real estate needs. If you are in central North Carolina or in kind of maybe a little bit southern North Carolina, give her a call, reach out, Google her. She'll be able to help you with all of your real estate needs. And then we can't forget about Dogwood and Company. They're going to handle your luxury high-end building in central Southern Wake County. Also, if you're doing a nice scale, larger remodel, reach out to them. See if it's something they can help you with. Want to thank you guys for tuning in. And also remind you, hit the like button and subscribe to Designers Lane Podcast. This way, when a new one drops or gets published, you know that it is out there. You can listen to it and watch it when you have a chance. If you're at the gym or if you're in your car, you can also listen to it on your favorite platform, multiple avenues. Thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. I'm Eddie Ryder, and this is Designers Lane Podcast. Designers Lane Podcast.